Now today's federal newscast. I'm Terry Wing. Just as people were catching their breath after the devastation left by Hurricane Florence, first responders and support units are keeping their eyes on a tropical storm that rapidly formed off of Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula over the weekend. The National Hurricane Center says the storm is expected to gain hurricane status tonight and could become a dangerous Category 2 hurricane with an expected midweek strike on the Gulf Coast and the Florida Panhandle. Michael is the 13th named storm of the 2018 hurricane season, according to Hurricane Center spokesman Dennis Felchin. Florida Governor Rick Scott issued an order for the state of emergency for 26 counties, activating 500 members of the Florida National Guard. One year after a devastating series of wildfires ripped through Northern California's wine country, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers' first experience in cleaning up after a wildfire has turned into an expensive mess. In October 2017, state and local officials lacked the resources to quickly clear still smoldering and toxic debris from some 4,500 homes destroyed by a wildfire in and near Santa Rosa, so the Army was called in. The Army was in charge of awarding $1.3 billion in cleanup contracts to three contractors who then hired dozens of smaller companies to haul away the debris and dispose of it in landfills. The hauling companies were paid by the ton, so the more they hauled, the more they earned. The first complaint started almost as soon as the first dump truck was loaded in November. Homeowners said workers were digging too deep and taking too much dirt from their lots. Corps spokesman Mike Peterson said no evidence of fraud has been reported. He said the Federal Emergency Management Agency was preparing a response. Say hello to Margaret Weikert. She's been tapped by President Trump as the acting director of the Office of Personnel Management. Weikert is now the deputy director for management at the Office of Management and Budget. Mr. Trump said that she will continue her duties at OMB. Weikert replaces Jeff Pond, who had been leading the OPM since March. It's unclear what his next steps will be. The news comes as a surprise to employees at the agency. Multiple sources said email at OPM had been down for most of the day on Friday, and employees learned of the leadership change through reporters' tweets or inquiries. But some other sources have told Federal News Network that they'd heard rumors about a possible leadership shakeup at the agency a few weeks ago. A Navy veteran in Utah is in custody on charges of threatening to use a biological toxin in letters sent to President Donald Trump and other leaders. The Justice Department says 39-year-old William Allen told investigators he wanted the letters to send a message. But just as if he wanted to get caught, the letters also contained Allen's return address. Allen could face up to life in prison on the toxin charge, and he also faces 10 counts of making threats through the mail. The Navy Undersecretary is rolling out a business operations strategy to focus the Department of the Navy on the Pentagon's national defense strategy and scrap any excess efforts. Navy Undersecretary Thomas Modley said the current mess of business systems opens the Navy up to all kinds of issues around data integrity and cybersecurity. Allegiant Air has been fined $225,000 by the Transportation Department. The department's Aviation Enforcement Office found that during the summer months of 2016 and 17, Allegiant Air failed to provide passengers a comfortable cabin temperature on 10 flights that had been delayed on the tarmac at airports in Las Vegas, El Paso, Dayton, and Albuquerque. In one of those instances, Allegiant did not provide food and water to the passengers in a timely manner or announce to the passengers that they had the opportunity to deplane if they wanted to, as is required by DOT rules. And depending upon where you live and who you work for, Columbus Day may be a paid day off or no different from any other regular Monday. 
It's one of 10 official federal holidays, which means federal workers get the day off. And because federal offices will be closed, so will banks and the bond markets that trade in U.S. government debt, though the stock markets will remain open. Find these stories on federalnewsnetwork.com. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. And follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.